Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment Steve is out Dawn is in good morning morning I just looked at I almost said happy Friday by the way well, it is not it Friday feels like it it is uh, what's today Thursday yeah stay before <laughs> uh, I just looked at our website and the updated amount of money raised for the neighborhood rebuilding fund uh, $149,600. <gasps> wow. Thank you, everybody, so much. You absolutely exceeded our expectations. Threefold. Yes. Honestly. Exactly. That mm-hmm. is just fantastic. Yeah. Yay. Uh, so, Dawn, yeah. your daughter is coming to town very soon. She is. She's coming to visit. Um, and I. She's never visited the Twin Cities since I've lived here in three and a half years. Shame on her. Oh, I've always gone back home home. for holidays. So, you know, this is her first time to visit. um, And I really would love to have my daughter move here eventually. Oh, my gosh. That'd be great. Right. I mean, this is a pipe dream. I don't think she's going to leave. But you know what? Uh, I don't know if, if that's a possibility, but... You know, a, a a girl can help, right? Yeah. So I, yeah. It's like I want to show her a really good time and have her love the Twin Cities. So she's never been. Period. No. Okay. And, you know, a lot of things are closed. Obviously. Right. So I really, honestly, need listeners' help with this. We had some suggestions this morning. It's our Facebook question for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, what should uh, Dawn take her to see or do? I have a lot of suggestions off the top of my head. Now, I want to also put out there, she is having surgery, so she's actually recovering from surgery. She okay. can't do, like, bike riding or anything. Right. So Okay. But, but she will be recovering, so. Have you ever done the Locks and Dam tour? No. That's really cool. Hope, have you ever done it? I have not. Guys, you got to do it. Okay. So, it's on the Mississippi. Um okay. I think it's Lock and Dam number one. Okay. You can uh, Google or I'll find the information for you. I only know this because I've done it like four times every time someone comes to visit. Do you like, think? Uh, it, oh, really? Every mm-hmm. time someone comes to I well, wonder if it's open right now. I wonder, too. I wonder if they just if they're social distancing or keeping it. Well, you know, keeping it, you know, safe, the six feet mm-hmm. Um, that, of course, Mall of America is a must. Right. That was my only thing I could think of. <laughs> Oh, gosh, Dawn. And she loves roller coasters, though, so that's going to suck to look at them and see them there, but maybe next time, right? Yeah, for sure. How Mm -hmm. about, um, um, does she like art? Yeah, she's an artist. Oh, duh. 
Yeah. Um, you got to take her if it's open to the um, Minneapolis Institute of Art. Okay, amazing. Right. Or the Walker right Art Center. I know that um, the the outdoor sculpture garden. It's somebody cool. suggested that, and that's where the Walker is. So mm-hmm. you just go right inside after that. Walk um, her in there. And Walker is there. <laughs> ah, it's Thursday, everybody, but we think it's Friday. Um, yeah, so many things. So we'll take some of our listen, <clears throat> excuse me, listener suggestions on Facebook, and we'll get to some of those replies uh, throughout the show. We've already got, um, we've already got a bunch. Stillwater is beautiful. Yeah, take a ride. Um, oh, there's um, um an Eagle Center. Down so oh there's so many things you're gonna you're gonna have plenty to do and Paisley Park mm-hmm. is open that's at the top of my list I've done that four times I love it it's great every time it's great so. yes definitely take her to mm-hmm. that that is really cool because not only is she an artist but she plays the guitar Ooh. and the tenor sax oh my gosh and what else does she she plays something else too she sounds oh amazing. and the clarinet. She plays the clarinet? Yeah, she started with the clarinet and then moved to tenor sax. She was in jazz band. And, she, and then she taught herself how to play the guitar. Oh, my gosh. And she sings. Oh, boy. Oh, man. <laughs> you must be so proud. Um, yeah. yeah, you're not going to have time to do everything that people oh, suggest. Good. You guys, for sure. thank you so much. If you have an idea, don't be shy. Go to our Facebook page, yep. mytalk1071.com. Or mytalk1071. Find it on Facebook and yeah. you'll find the post. Also, Boom Island, you could hop on a boat there. Oh, and um, well, I know you don't drink, but you they let you bring a bottle of wine, some oh. snacks and you just uh, ride down to the falls. They turn around, come back. It's just it's, hope they turn it's around. lovely. <laughs> yes, they do turn around right before the falls, right before you fall down the falls. They do yeah. turn around. So anyway, we it is Thursday. So we're going to do throwback Thursday music trivia, which uh, Steve normally does. But you're going to give it a shot. I have one for you today. Yay. We only have three questions, but that's enough, right? That's enough. Okay. And then Good. we'll get to some of the, the Facebook responses. Uh, what are you going to do this weekend? This weekend? Well, I have another baking class with Bake with a Legend. Tell us about this. Okay. In general or the one I'm doing? Um. All of it. Okay. Well, uh, if you watch the Great British Bake Off or the Great British Baking Show, as we call it here right. in the States, uh, you meet a lot of different stars on that show. And so they have a thing where I was saving money to go do this in England. You can take classes with some of the stars from the Great British Bake Off. That's so um, cool. But since I couldn't do it, I thought, oh, they have online Zoom classes right now. So I've been doing this basically every other weekend, and um, I am just, if you don't do any of this, if you just love the show and you're like, oh, but I don't bake, I have never baked. I've baked maybe a cake in my life, but I'm not a baker. I I don't sit there and get in the kitchen and go, let me bake this recipe today. It's just not something that I do. Okay. So I was pretty intimidated. Um, but you know what? The first thing I made was with Karen and her name is Karen Wright. She has short gray hair, uh, always some cute glasses. You probably know her from the show. I can't remember which season, but I made some, uh, chocolate eclairs with Karen. Oh my gosh. Right. Which is a, um, that is a shoe pastry 
which isn't as delicate as some of the other pastries where you have to keep it cold. You actually mix it up in a pan. Okay. Okay. And so then you pipe it out and it becomes hollow inside. So it makes almost like a hot dog bun. Yeah. And then you put filling inside. It's, you know, you make a little eclair. So that was my first one. I was pleasantly surprised that that actually turned out good. What's her name again? (laughs) Karen Wright. Okay. And she... Is one of the judges from no, one of the seasons? No, all of these people are contestants. Got it. Right. Okay, the but judges, they're good, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Right. And there have been so many seasons, there's tons of them to take classes from. Uh, and then I made my favorite, well, I've only done two things. Uh, the The last one I made was a, a Blackberry Bakewell tart. It's like a famous <sighs> English tart. And that was more difficult, but they turned out so great. MC took him to a party of his dude friends and they ate all of them. Oh my gosh. And wanted more. That's awesome. So then this, uh, not tomorrow, Saturday, I am baking with uh, a sweet uh, girl named Julia and she um, is doing a master class on focaccia bread. And so I'll be baking my my first bread. Yeah, that sounds so fun. And then I have another one planned later this summer after my daughter goes back home. And I'm, oh, the one that, the next one, I hope, I signed up two of us because I think my daughter will still still be here. And I told MC that he had to do it if she wasn't here. Right, yes, (laughs) of course. Um, And so it's a Battenberg cake, which is like, looks like a checkerboard. You basically bake two cakes and then, Cut them, yep, yep, and then you cover it with marzipan. I think. Oh my god! Okay, so did you buy a package? I bought them in. Actually, I bought them individually. Okay, uh, and it's so affordable. I mean, it's gosh, thirty-five pounds. So you know, like what? I don't know what the value yeah, is at this point. Thirty-five, yeah, so between so thirty two, and forty bucks. Yeah, like my two classes. The two classes was seventy-three dollars together. Okay. That's that's great. great. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so fun. Um, is this a COVID nineteen like a coronavirus thing, or is this something that they've always offered or will continue to um, offer? They they I don't know. It might just be so successful for them that they'll continue to offer it. Right now, it's a COVID thing. Um, and what's really fun is that there are people from all over the world doing this, yeah. and there's only a limit of sixteen people so you're like oh it's so and so in switzerland and this person's coming from germany and it's just i love seeing other people and plus i'm not very good so i'm kind of a disaster and it's fun to see (laughs) people that are very braggy and they're like well i create recipes all the time and you're like well i'm failing here so somebody (laughs) (laughs) that is awesome okay very cool i want to hear about your class uh next week yeah monday i'll tell you cool when we come back um who a second dog has tested positive for covid19 speaking of um we'll discuss that and also i'll tell you what giant sea creature is the size of a flea when it's born and things that make you go huh coming up next on my talk nothing but good times getting up with jason and alexis Right back. Heart. Mimsy. Flip the page over and, oh, crap, there's a reply from Dawn. Uh, 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 Lori, Lori, you got a second? Okay, uh, come here. Can you play Dawn? Uh, but do it with your southern accent, okay? Okay, I've got a photo phone. I've got a photo phone. Okay, perfect, perfect. Okay. For whatever reason, Dawn's the only person in the Passing Notes Donniverse who gets an accent, even though she doesn't really have one. So here's Lori as Dawn. Bimbo. Problems, problems, problems. <laughs> Jason and Alexis. 
Listen live or podcast it anytime at mytalk1071.com or on the MyTalk app. Colleen Lindstrom. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. Donna and Steve, minus Steve, he's on vacation. Don McLean hanging out. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, and this. Things that make you go. Um, a dog in Georgia tested positive for the coronavirus. This is the second canine case in the U.S. Now, I want to remind you, this is only the second out of all dogs out there that they know of. Uh, now, the dog was euthanized for an unrelated neurological condition oh, okay. and was six years old. And um, they did it didn't show any signs of respiratory illness. And the test was conduct, conducted out of an abundance of caution. The owners recently had tested positive for coronavirus and not very much is known about the transmission of coronavirus in animals. But so far, there's no evidence suggesting that pets can give it to humans. Got it. Uh, And it looks like um, actually that cats can get it. They they can get it uh, more likely than dogs. We love cats and dogs equally. Why do you think that is? Does it have to do with? I don't, I'm not even going to guess. I don't know. Um, it just, it says that, it says evidence emerges that cats can transmit the virus to, if evidence emerges, they can transmit it to humans. That would suggest that felines could become reservoirs for human outbreaks, especially if it spreads among feral communities. Oh. But the science consensus is that the coronavirus initially spread to humans from an animal like a bat. And in a study of 100 cats in Wuhan, China, it found that a whopping 15% of them had developed antibodies from exposure to the virus. Huh. Yeah. So wow. that's uh, interesting there. Just wanted to keep people abreast of that situation. Absolutely. Yes. All right. So. I have some fun stuff. Great. Let's move on to that because that wasn't very fun. <laughs> it wasn't. I admit but, it. Yeah. But no, it, it's worth knowing. It makes you go, huh? Okay. It sure does. So they're huh. just saying that if you do get coronavirus, you should avoid contact with your pet if possible. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. I came across some really fun facts like the following. This sentence can be read forward and backwards the same way. Okay. You follow? Mm-hmm. So when you take the letters and you go back the other way, yes. it's the same sentence. Mm-hmm. And that sentence is, or that question, do geese see God? <laughs> Isn't that fascinating? That is cool. Do geese see God? You could play that game with your kids and have them look at it backwards. I Make you think twice it. about hating Canadian geese. Right. Which I notice a lot of people here in Missouri, it's a special thing to see them. And so people get excited. They're like, oh, we hear them flying over. We're like Canadian geese. And people go outside and watch them. And if they like land near a pond. Uh, so it's like seeing an eagle. Yeah. <laughs> Because we just don't see a lot. And so when I moved up here and people were like, they're everywhere. Get out of the way. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey. Yeah, they're like, I'm like, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh you see God. I think they do. Uh, and they say to God, why do people hate us? Uh, right? <laughs> Okay, uh, we'll stay in the animal kingdom for a moment. Uh, A baby octopus, okay? Octopus, really large, right? Mm -hmm. Ginormous. A baby octopus is about the size of a flea when it's born. Oh, God, they're so creepy. Just a baby blob. Um, (laughs) You would think this would make them hard to spot, however, since the... Since the eggs are laid by tens of thousands, it's hard to miss a massive cluster. Oh, sick! Of pea-sized octopuses. Is it octopi? Uh-huh. Octopuses. It says octopuses, <laughs> and I uh-huh. turned it into octopuses. Octopi. Mm, okay, but Swarm. I don't know if that means they're all fertilized and become octopi. Right? Are they just like chicken eggs? Yeah, like some you know hit or miss. Okay. They're so weird. I know they're really smart and they can open jars and stuff. And they yeah, can well, they've got the, the suction Bowl. thing, you yeah. know. They got the suction thing where they have a better grip yeah, than you, we would. Have you seen them do all that weird stuff off the no. in tanks? Yeah, people are like, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Oh, so they'll um, do this peanut butter char and tell us. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I'm going to Google that okay. as soon as we get off the air today. Um, the first passengers in a hot air balloon were, this kind of stresses me out a little bit. Oh. A sheep, a uh, duck. What? And a rooster. Okay. Okay. So I'm like, okay, well, at least the duck and the rooster, they're kind of below. They're low. A sheep, I would think, would try to climb out. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but in 1783, um, it was launched carrying those animals, a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. This <laughs> sounds like a joke. A sheep, a duck, and a rooster in a hot air balloon. <laughs> um, the flight lasted for eight minutes before landing safely oh. with its passengers. Fascinating. Now I move on to this. Un momento, por favor. Okay, okay. Hold on, Dawn. Do you think that they became members of the Mile High Club? <laughs> the, the, at least the at least the rooster and the duck. Let's try something different while they're up there. Oh my God! No follow-up questions. Okay. Uh, a crocodile can't poke its tongue out. Did you know this? Um, no. Their okay. tongues. Okay, crocodiles' tongues are attached to the roof of their mouths. Ew! So they can't stick their tongues out. Although. Their very similar counterparts, alligators, can. Huh. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? That's weird. You think that they're, I mean, they have so many things that are different about them, you know, and they look almost identical to me. The, it, me too. I think it's the, the snout yeah. that's different. And then finally, while we're in the ocean and lakes and such bodies of water, I keep hearing these stories about the blue whale. 
Like the blue whale's heart is like the size of a truck oh. or a small car. Yeah. Um, its tongue weighs more than like an elephant. Like, yeah. It's like, how big is this thing? They're, I mean, they're really, really big. Uh, clearly, because it says here in my fun fact list, a small child could swim through the veins yes. of a blue whale. There's a big, um, well, statue of one underneath the arch in that museum in St. Louis. Oh, really? It's like a replica. Oh, I'm going to Google that during okay. the commercial break. <laughs> we'll be right back with some entertainment news, including why Brad Pitt was bummed about his career. Hi, good morning. She's riding in a taxi. Back Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We just had a special visitor in the studio. Oh, uh, I hope space, because the visitor just went into her room over there and she's just like, ah! Um, we're going to post it. We're going to yeah. send it to Hannah, a little mm-hmm. video, and we'll post it on our social media. It's a little baby puppy. It's our oh, boss's puppy. Gosh, that dog is so cute. I, I can't know. even take I don't even want to talk about it. I know. Brad Doesn't Pitt. it make you want a dog now? Uh, well, you know what? I know that I'm not responsible enough. <laughs> I'm just true. one of those people that, well, actually, I'm too selfish because for, you know, I, I was a single mom for many years and I, I know that that's so poor as me. But, you know, I'm kind of really enjoying my freedom yep. as an adult. Totally. You get know, it. and um, I don't have any pets right now. Right. So it's very mature of you. I just know that I. I feel like it's not the right place for me. That again, the right time. I do want to go to a cat cafe when they open up. That again. would be cool because <laughs> I miss kitties. I miss kitties too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, I I know what you're saying about the responsibility thing because I always had a cat. Not always, but I had a cat for 17 years, mm-hmm. and then I remember after work one day I was out having lunch and then cocktails on a it was a friday afternoon with a friend and i looked at him and i go oh my god he goes what i go i have a dog he goes yeah i go i haven't been home in like 12 hours yeah i gotta go like everything you do you have to keep that it's in the like, back of your mind, I gotta like go let baby. the dog out yes <laughs> it's depending I mean, yeah. on you yeah um, I, I don't want anything to depend on me Right now. I totally get it. <laughs> totally get it. But I am depending on you right now to tell us about why Brad Pitt was bummed about his career. Okay, so Brad Pitt started his career. Uh, his career was really launched by Thelma and Louise. Yep. Uh, and he, you know, it was gr- a great role. Everybody loved him for that. But then he started to get parts that um, he felt like were um, sort of just like the hero, the hot uh, guy, the hot guy. Right. And so um, he knew that after uh, 2000, 2004's Troy, that he wanted to choose characters of substance after that. So it was a very commercial kind of thing. The role was there wasn't a lot of mystery to it. And so he made the decision after that. I mean, he had the luxury of picking his roles after that. Yeah. I mean, he did. I thought he was great in like Legends of the Fall. Uh huh. He was all, what was the um, Robert um, Redford movie, the fly fishing movie? Um, that was uh, so good. Oh, shoot. It'll come to us. Okay. A river runs through it. A river runs yep. through it. There you go. So wow. he um, he ended up getting a script. He always wanted to work with the Coen brothers. So the role that made him a little bummed out and sad was that um, that he the script for Burn After Reading 
where he plays Chad Feldheimer. Um, oh, he's a very hyperactive that. gym employee who's kind of dumb. Um, <laughs> now, he ended up taking the role, but when he read it, he was like, oh, that's what they think of me. And he was concerned that the Coen brothers just saw him as like a guy who could play dumb roles. Oh, interesting. <laughs> but then it ended up being a great role for him. Um, and then, you know, he just decided to, after that, choose roles that were really important to him. And he got a little bit more serious at the time. And then once he got to, if you haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, so his good. character Cliff, he knew that the role, the guy wasn't really that bright and didn't have a lot of substance to him. But he ended up embracing it and making it just obviously I think he, for him. Yeah, and I think he was really, really good in that. And I didn't necessarily think that that was a defining characteristic of yeah. that role. I wouldn't say dumb guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a guy who hasn't made the best choices in life but and isn't really necessarily seen as an intellectual. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Okay, let me ask you this, because I know you grew up in Missouri. Mm-hmm. He grew up in Missouri, right? Yeah, he lived next door to my friend Sarah. Okay, so didn't you say he was kind of like, he wasn't a dumb guy, right? Or did well, he come across as like a dumb stoner? Yeah. I mean, listen, I had very little encounters with him. I I specifically remember a time, two instances. Uh, One, he was going to MU and he came back from college and he um he was supposed to paint the house because i remember his mother was over talking to sarah's mom and i play by the way i play sarah in passing yes you do yeah (laughs) so um uh, his mom was like complaining that she had asked him while he was there to uh finish painting the house and the outside exterior of the house and he had kept putting it off and it was like sunny 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 but then there was like rainy and he only had a couple days left and so he was out there in the rain painting and we were like what What are you doing and he seemed like a stoner okay but then he brought juliette lewis home with him he was dating her for a while he did Mm -hmm. i remember that when he did the movie california in 1994 i think interesting yeah it was like we saw her wow what did she look like in person Uh, i think she had cornrows at the time really Mm -hmm. okay yeah Uh, you know that was actually after I graduated, so I was in college then, and it was uh, a time when I popped back over. And he had it was really exciting when he got his first Mountain Dew commercial. It was like this big deal; people were so excited. And now I, it's funny because like I know a lot of people that are in commercials, being in theater and right. having actor friends, and it's like sure. to think that that was a big deal. Um, but yeah, I mean, see, no, I now I look at him and I go, he seems like an intelligent, normal. He's very intelligent. Guy, he's witty. I mean, we all can't judge ourselves on our stoner college days, right? I would hate for people to think of me as that person. Yeah, I would like know? to think we all grow and learn as Yeah, he we was age. like 20 or whatever. Yeah, so. okay. Yeah. All right. Um, what do we know about James Marsden? I, I go from one looking guy to another. Good looking, yeah. So he took a different path with his career. And he is, of course, on Dead to Me. And when I saw him on Dead to Me, I'm like... Oh, who is that guy? And then I realized, oh, he's in Westworld. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, He is my age. He's 46 years old. He took sort of a different path. And it's a Vanity Fair article I read about how at the time, you know, in the 90s, he broke out on TV. And a lot of people, he he did a, a drama called Second Noah. 
Okay. So he had a very lucky start in Hollywood because his dad knew a casting director and he lived with that guy. Okay. So he got him in management immediately. So James Marsden, he had some opportunities to take roles. He, what he didn't do is he did not shy away from TV. You know, people were like, Oh, you're going to be the next James Dean. But then he wanted to get work. So there were people out there like Leonardo DiCaprio who wouldn't dare touch a TV role because right. Leonardo, as you remember, was in like what's eating Gilbert grape. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, was, was immediately went into film and a lot of actors did not want to be pigeonholed into being a TV actor, which is so different today because TV is very different it's than it was very then. different. Now we see a lot of TV or um, film actors going back to TV because of streaming and there's all this success with Netflix. Right. So it's completely changed. But the reason why you probably saw James Marsden in dead to me and said, where is that guy? It's because he's done a lot of TV work over the years. And he's also, he has done a lot of movies. I mean, he was in The Notebook. Yeah, he was in X-Men. He played Cyclops. Right. He was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Of course, that's more recent. Right. But he really has uh, had like a, a sleeper success for his career. Yep. It wasn't like immediately you're George Clooney. And right. You're, he wasn't a leading man. Right. Now, George Clooney was on ER. So he kind of that was a different thing where he leapt into the film career and people were like, wow, he transitioned. Right. You know, who was the actor on the redhead from NYPD Blue? Remember, he quit. NYPD Blue to be a to go into film and yes. we've never seen him like oh again yes that yeah you're right but that's a great example of actors who be were careful. on TV who did not transition into movies and well. he was a huge star on NYPD Blue mm-hmm. um and he just it just did not work for him mm-hmm. oh let's see da, 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 da. Oh, my God, it's going to drive me nuts until I come up with that. But we will come up with that. Um, but James Marsden in in uh, Dead to Me season two. Ick. You don't like him? Mm-mm. I only watched two episodes. so I, I liked just... him in season one. Yeah, he pl- basically, um, he, he mm, well... Yeah, I don't want to yeah, give too much away. Mind. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we don't want to <laughs> see. We're nice here. We don't want to ruin anything for anybody. If you haven't watched season two of Dead to Me, it's been long enough. But he plays a different character. Let's just say as he did in season one, right? And because exactly. you might be thinking, wait a minute, at the end of season one, he's supposed to be dead, right? <laughs> well, there are many ways to bring back people. Yes, there you are. Know, Game Flashbacks. of Thrones did it. Yeah, maybe All they go into a time machine. Yes, you Dawn. don't know. Maybe would have been a better show if they did. Speaking of, I want to talk to you about a show that I wonder if you're watching. Um, and by the way, David Caruso is the actor David I was thinking Caruso. of. David Caruso. Yeah. Um, oh gosh. And then who? Uh, yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford's wife. What's her name? <laughs> I sound like my oh, mom right the, now. The the chick from Ally McBeal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she also <laughs> tried to have a film career, and that did not succeed after Ally McBeal. Right. So it's kind of like you're really taking a chance, but you know, if you don't take the risk, there's no reward. And it's completely different now, like we said, because streaming is so popular. Yes, and it's so uh, film like. Yes, HBO, Showtime, even some networks. Absolutely. Shows. Are you watching Dark? No, but uh, it's been on my list. Okay, it seems like it's right up your alley. I my neighbor Sarah 
was watching it, and it is kind of a time travel thing. Okay, and I think Donnie Love watched this. Okay, well was she was about it. she was describing how it, if you liked Lost, you might like this. Oh, she also said that she had to like keep a chart open so she knew what areas of of the world they were oh my gosh I gotta to. Watch. if there are charts involved <laughs> and it's complicated it I is love complicated it. Uh, some people hate westworld i love it kind yeah, of it's very i gave up on that yeah i i actually like the premise of westworld yeah. i think that's really clever mm-hmm. but then it got like really weird and i was like okay i'm out i don't want to think that hard when i'm watching tv i get it yeah but i understand that some people like a challenge. Mm-hmm. That ain't me. At least when it comes to TV. Yeah. I mean, well, so. we don't want whoever edits this show today to have a challenge. So we should go ahead <laughs> yes. and uh, yes, move on. We're going to um, come back soon. Yes, we are going to um, we're going to go to England. Yes, because we both saw something and want to see. OK, let's try that again. We both saw something. We want to say something about a couple of things in England when we return on My Talk 1071. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve is on vacation this week. Don McLean has been filling in. Thank you for oh, that. No problem. Having so much fun. And Hope, of course, is filling in for you. Thank you, Hope. Um, let's go to England. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. (laughs) Oh, now uh, we have another video on our website, mytalk1071.com, of a a British mom, uh, which is a different video uh, of her trying to do a report from her home and a kid interrupting her. This is a different (laughs) one. That's more of a visual thing. Okay. Uh, But then we have one. Now, this woman... Uh, she was on Sky News. They're doing a very um, uh, Sky Foreign News Affairs editor, Deborah Haynes is her name. And um, her little son comes into the room and he uh, starts begging for biscuits, which are cookies. <laughs> uh, here's a little bit of that. David Cameron was talking about, oh, I'm really sorry, that's my son arriving. Me? Sorry, really embarrassed. Sorry. Hold on one second. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yes. You can have two biscuits. I'm really sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Well, let's, we'll leave uh, Deborah Haynes in full flow there with uh, some family duties, but that's what happens during uh, lockdown and trying to report in lockdown. But- oh, gosh. Now, it's so funny. She was super embarrassed about it. The host was sort of dismissive. Um, his name is Mark Austin, and people are kind of coming down on him. Like, like well, he seems very uh, chauvinistic and, you know, just like, oh, well, it's a woman. You know, he sort of has a very buttoned up way of approaching it and yeah. getting back to normal. But you know what? It's just weird because you're trying to talk about something important and, um, you know. Yeah, well, I I don't know if I got that vibe other than he's just kind of a downer. Yeah. <laughs> You know? I would be like, oh, what kind of biscuits do you have? You know, it's just like, <laughs> let him talk to the camera a little bit. Yeah, you know, I, but maybe it was something, the segment um, was something very serious, so it wasn't appropriate to go oh, down that road at the time. That's probably it. Uh, but she said on her Twitter, thank you for the lovely comments about my son's impromptu appearance mid-live broadcast. I can confirm 
confirmed that his high stakes negotiating skills netted him two chocolate digestives, which are <laughs> chocolate biscuits. Well, you normally see um You'll see somebody coming down, you know, stairs in their oh, like yeah. robe or whatever while people are <laughs> on the air. You'll see a dog here and there. Yeah. But that is adorable. It's funny because, you know, you don't know if these, it's like kids can just really slip away. If she has another uh, person in the house taking care of the kids in a flash. Absolutely. You, they can be gone. And then you're like, oh no, she's live on the air. <laughs> Maybe the nanny or or the dad or whomever was yes, there. Yes, or trying to catch them or maybe you know it's so funny because elizabeth reese come, has been coming through from home yeah for a very long time and her kids are always so cute whenever we hear them in the background yeah oh god i think if you're kids. so um overly professional uh-huh. you know but i do get it if it's a story that's kind of serious like yeah. you said um this is uh, a little more serious but kind of funny um in the uk there's a, a pub in bristol and it has changed its name to support the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, the pub was named after a Bristol slave trader whose oh. name was Edward Colston and whose ships transported tens of thousands of slaves from Africa. Oh. So, of course, everybody's more aware of these types of things. There was an anti-racism uh, demonstration and a, a statue of him was toppled in the city. So the pub has temporarily changed its name to Ye Old Pubby McDrunk Face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I love it. They say it perhaps better represents its patrons. (laughs) It's, of course, a nod to the infamous research vessel Bodie McBoatface, which was named in a cheeky internet competition. Oh, my God, that was great. But now they're looking for a new name. But I think, what's wrong with that? Ye Old Pubby McDrunk Face. (laughs) I mean, that's great. I wonder what it looks like. I wonder if there are any pictures out there. If it's a you know a traditional old pub that has been there for years. I know. I wonder too. Yeah, we'll have to definitely look yeah. into that. Another thing that I saw, and I don't have the information right in front of me, but did you hear about these people who were um, getting together and? trying to see who could get coronavirus first what who could yes i saw this this morning and i was like that can't be true can it oh and it's these young people who would assume it's not people in a retirement home right um they're putting money into um into like a they're pooling their money and whoever gets covid19 first is gets the the pot of money and i'm like you have got to be kidding me right now that's not serious to them they don't think they can die from this i mean people in their 20s do die from coronavirus people are there how about the young man on from broadway who had to have his leg amputated yeah um this is in alabama by the way it's a bunch of students in tuscaloosa and they've been having these parties and they're holding this contest and it's just despicable it's it just, really is disrespectful to the people who have lost their lives and their families and also healthcare workers who have to take care of them what if they have to so they're intentionally getting this right and spreading it it should be a criminal act can i go that far or is that being yeah. a karen no i okay. really do think this is off the charts I mean, how crazy. are they how are they trying like what they're just licking things or 
trying to come in contact or just with hanging people that out. haven't? Oh, boy. No idea, but I saw the headline that we had. It's not a joke. 49,000 cases in one day, which took two months from the initial cases in the U.S. I know. To get to that, and then that number was hit in one day. Yeah, Dr. Fauci said that there's an average of 40,000 cases per day, new cases per day, and and that it's going to, just this week he sat down with the Senate, and uh, they determined that he said it's going to be a very disturbing future yeah. if we don't do something, and there isn't enough being done. Right, um, right. I heard the news this morning, too, that there are a few vaccines being worked on right now and mm-hmm. they're hoping you know of course then it has to be approved by the fda they're trying to find the just the very best one um that they can mass produce and they're hoping of course that you know it's still going to be a while but by 2021 that we're going to have that i was also reading this morning more about antibodies yeah and that i do want to get test tested. is different than a regular, it's not the swab test up your nose. It's actually blood a blood test. test. Mm-hmm. And that it does not guarantee that you're going to be immune from COVID-19. Right. They don't know enough about it yet. Now, other um, other coronaviruses out there have proven that, um, you know, that to be the case, but they don't know enough about it yet. And we've seen people that get it twice. Right. And so, I wonder on if you have an antibody test, how long after your infection will the antibodies show up? Well, it says, I think it said something like it takes a while, like two after two weeks. Oh, that's so. Okay. But then it can be seen like two months. Because I was sick back in January. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'm just very suspicious and thought, oh, should I get the antibody test? But now. But then it's like, well, who cares? Like if you yeah, did, you did. It doesn't matter. Then, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it would, doesn't prove that you're going to be immune. Exactly. All right. Yesterday, we were talking about Jada Pinkett Smith's band that you were not aware that she was in a band called (laughs) Wicked Wisdom. And we thought, well, let's sample some of that music. We'll do it. Coming up in the beat up next on My Talk. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.